Salutations, listeners. You are listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we are going to be spotlighting the artistry of the great trumpet player Don Cherry. I don't know that some of you are like, uh, Don Cherry, isn't that the, uh, the guy that played with Ornette? Yes, but he is so, so much more than just the trumpet player that played with Ornette. We're going to be delving into some of his own albums as well as some of his col- musical collaborations over his uh, storied career in jazz. So hopefully it's a learning experience for many of you. Uh, if not, and you know some of Don Cherry's greatest accomplishments, then just sit back, relax, and enjoy the music. But regardless, we always aim to swing. So we're going to make sure that there is some groovy stuff for you in each and every episode because it will help us get through this quarantine that we are all in. So without further ado, sit back, relax. I've got myself a little libation right here. And uh, do yourself the same. Grab your drink of choice. And let's settle in for a spotlight on Don Cherry. Now let's get to some music. Thank you. 
All right. So the very first selection that we heard there was a tune entitled Peace, and it comes off the 1959 landmark album The Shape of Jazz to Come by the great Ornette Coleman. So, yes, as I addressed before, uh, Don Cherry is who we are spotlighting on this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And a lot of people go, oh, yeah, isn't that the guy who played uh, trumpet or cornet with Ornette? Yes, but so much more. And so we're going ahead and knocking that one out of the way first. So we heard Peace from The Shape of Jazz to Come, which is, I mean, there's only six tracks, but every one of them are fantastic. This is the album on Atlantic Records that has Lonely Woman and all these others. And from Lonely Woman to Peace to Focus on Sanity, Chronology, Congeniality, eventually, they're all fantastic songs. Uh, Of course, Ornette Coleman is on the alto saxophone. Don Cherry is on the cornet. The great Charlie Hayden is on the bass. And Billy Higgins is on the drums. Take note of that name because you're going to be hearing a lot more. Second track that we heard was from the great Steve Lacey uh, from his album Evidence on Prestige. And it was a 1961 date in which we heard Steve Lacey on the soprano saxophone, Don Cherry on the trumpet, Carl Brown on the bass, and once again, Billy Higgins on the drums. We heard the mystery song. Very cool, very cool tune. And then we ended off that set with a very cool and very free, open uh, rendition of Doxy. And that was none other than Bob Cranshaw on the bass, Don Cherry on the cornet, once again, Billy Higgins on the drums, and the great Sonny Rollins on the tenor saxophone. And it was a piece, Doxy is a piece composed by Sonny. So, yeah. Don is a lot deeper than just his um, forays with Ornette Coleman. That's what he's kind of known for, but that's what we're trying to do in this spotlight of the artistry of Don Cherry is to give you a broader sense of the accomplishments and things that he contributed to the idiom of jazz music so hopefully you dug all three of those we got a lot more coming at you also want to take this opportunity to tell you that you can find the dr jazz podcast on apple podcasts so please subscribe soundcloud and stitcher so please like us you know uh feel free to give a comment or anything like that also if you want to check out our website we have that too uh dr jazz podcast drja double z podcast all one word dot wordpress dot com and you can find us on twitter with a handle at n d h jazz so we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear some feedback or just some show ideas um thank you to all of our folks who've been hitting the like buttons and replying to us mike um Consul Misel. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. And um, yeah, love to hear from many, many more of you. So there you go. Enough talk. Let's get back to some more music. 
Don Cherry style. You are listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
mm, mm. That is one of my favorite songs. It's called Song for Biko, and it comes off of the album Song for Biko by the great bass player Johnny Diani. And Johnny Diani is an African bass player, um, and this is his album off of Steeplechase Records. Uh, like I said, the song and the album title is Song for Biko, B-I-K-O, and it features Don Cherry, of course, on the cornet, Dudu Pakwana on the alto saxophone, Johnny Mebizo Diani on the bass, and Makaya Nishoko on the drums from 1978. It's such a beautiful album. And I'll go out on a limb here and I'll say that Johnny Diani is a very unsung uh, hero that doesn't get a lot of, of credit and due uh, for some great compositions and some great bass playing. So, yeah. And then before that, we heard AIR, which is stands for All India Radio, which comes from Carla Blay and Paul Haynes's Chrono Transduction, The Escalator Over the Hill. And in that group, particularly, there's different groups, you know, within this double album. Uh, that was the Desert Band, which features Don Cherry on the trumpet, Leroy Jenkins, oh yeah, on the violin, Kalo Scott on the cello, Ron McClure on the acoustic bass, Sam Brown on acoustic guitar, Sauron Baronian on the clarinet, Carla Blay is on the organ, and the great Paul Motion is on the Dumbeck. So, All India Radio. Yeah. And then we started off that set with Song for Shay. No doubt for Shea Guevara. And it comes from Charlie Hayden's Liberation Music Orchestra album on Impulse Records. This is truly a landmark album here. And uh, Perry Robinson on clarinet, Gatto Barbieri on sax, Dewey Redman on sax, Don Cherry on cornet, Indian wood, and bamboo flutes. So, there you go. Um, mm, Michael Mandler on the trumpet, Roswell Rudd on the trombone, Bob Northern on French horn, Howard Johnson on the tuba, Sam Brown on guitar, and thumb piano. Carla Blay is again here on piano and tambourine. The great Charlie Hayden on bass. Paul Motion again on drums and percussion. And Andrew Cyril on drums and percussion as well. So, killer session from 1970 on Impulse Records. Uh, once again, we are featuring the artistry of Don Cherry on this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. So I want to give a little bit of a backstory on the great Don Cherry. He was born in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, um, to a mother of Choctaw Indian descent through his maternal grandmother and an African-American father. His mother and grandmother played piano, and his father played trumpet. So the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. There you go. Uh, his father owned... Oklahoma City's Cherry Blossom Club, which hosted performances by Charlie Christian and Fletcher Henderson. In 1940, Don Cherry moved with his family to Los Angeles, California. He lived in the Watts neighborhood, and his father attended bar at the Plantation Club on Central Avenue. Uh, 
which at the time was the center of a vibrant jazz scene. He uh, skipped school at Fremont High School in order to play with swing bands at Jefferson High School. This resulted in his transfer to a reform school. But before you go, aw, everything happens for a reason, right, folks? Because it was in that reform school where he first met drummer Billy Higgins, who played drums on all three of the songs in the very first set that we just heard. So there you go. By the early 1950s, Don Cherry was playing with jazz musicians in L.A., sometimes acting as a pianist in Art Farmer's group. While trumpeter Clifford Brown was in L.A. with Max Roach, Don Cherry attended a jam session with Clifford and Lawrence Marable at Eric Dolphy's house. And it was Clifford Brown who informally mentored Don Cherry. Cherry became well-known by 1958 when he performed and recorded with Ornette Coleman, first in a quintet with pianist Paul Blay, and later in what became the predominantly piano-less quartet, which recorded for Atlantic Records. That's what we heard. During this period, his lines gathered much of their freedom of motion from free harmonic structures. So, I'll give some more um, information as we continue to go on, but that's a little insight into the, you know, the growing up, era, the early life, if you will, of Don Cherry. So, um, we always aim to educate and swing at the same time. So, once again, we are spotlighting the music and artistry of the great trumpet player Don Cherry here on this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Enough talking, let's get to some more music. Mm-hmm. 
da ditta, da ditta, da teke di tum, da teke di tum, da teke di tum, da ditta, da ditta, da ditta, da teke di tum, da teke di tum, da teke di tum. Hell yeah. All right. That was a tune called Togo um, by Ed Blackwell, actually, uh, based on a Ghanese traditional tune. And that comes off the album Old and New Dreams from the ECM label, 1979. And killer songs on this, by the way. Um, Ed Blackwell, of course, is on the drums. The great Charlie Hayden, once again, on bass. The great Dewey Redman on tenor saxophone and musette. And Don Cherry on trumpet and piano in this group um, on certain selections there. So, yeah, I mean, that's just... That really... That's one of those songs that just... It, it makes you really feel the groove, you know what I mean? And uh, it's music from Ghana. So we're going to be talking about that in just a little bit as well. But before that, we heard Don with the great Albert Eiler, the free jazz avant-garde pioneer. And we heard the tune Ghosts, and it comes off of the album Vibrations, which is a co-led session between saxophonist Albert Eiler and Don Cherry. The other members of the group include the great Gary Peacock on the bass and the drummer extraordinaire, Sonny Murray. And what's interesting about this is um, that a lot of people, other horn players rather, whenever they played with Albert Eiler, they kind of lost their, if you will, musical identity because his personality and his musical character was just so, so strong that with his wide, wide vibrato and his deep, deep sound, loud, um, and he would play in, in extreme registers, you know, we're talking about the lowest parts of the tenor saxophone, and then these screeching high notes on the tenor saxophone, all those things kind of, were just so original at the time, plus the fact that they were playing Albert's compositions. Um, it made a lot of other horn players, even including uh, his brother, Donald Eiler, um, tend to lose themselves within trying to fit into the the sound realm of what Albert was doing, but not Don Cherry. So, in a, in a sense, Don Cherry was the perfect foil for Albert Eiler, and you can really hear that in, in that version of Ghosts, because Don's still Don. I mean, Don Cherry is very, very comfortable with his musical voice, and don't forget that by this time... Don had already played with Ornette Coleman, who was such a very, very strong uh, character and musical identity within himself as well. And having that 
experience. Plus, playing with somebody like Sonny Rollins, who you know we heard with in the first set there, Don had a lot of um, he had a lot of training in 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 order to make sure that he stayed true to who he was musically. It didn't fold to you know Albert's sound. And another thing that Don Cherry had in his bag was the fact that he had also co-led by that point a session with the great John Coltrane. Now, if you can have and handle and maintain your musical identity playing next to John Coltrane, I think you're good. (laughs) So, um, and that's actually a great segue because that is the very first song that we heard in that set. We heard an Ornette Coleman composition entitled The Blessing. And we heard... John Coltrane on soprano, Don Cherry on the trumpet, the great Charlie Hayden on bass, and Ed Blackwell on drums from the Atlantic album, The Avant-Garde, from 1960. So... To put this in full perspective, there's a reason I put these three tunes in the set that we just heard. So the band that we started off listening to with John Coltrane, Don Cherry, Charlie Hayden, and Ed Blackwell is the exact same band that we heard in the last tune with the Ghana traditional tune, except substitute John Coltrane for Dewey Redmond. And 19 years later... Pretty cool, huh? But it was also that date as well with John Coltrane, as well as that work with Sonny Rollins and Ornette Coleman that gave Don Cherry the confidence to be himself and not fold for that middle tune that we heard when he played with somebody like Albert Eiler. Yeah, the threads connect. The threads connect. So... All right, so <laughs> we're going to get to some more music. Enough explaining and things like that. Um, yeah, so we've got some really hip stuff right here coming up in this segment, so don't go anywhere. If you need to go ahead and pause, take a pause, get a refill on your drink or whatever, because you're going to want to come back for the spotlight on Don Cherry. You are listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Hey, 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 hey,
man, yeah, that was some deep stuff right there. So that last tune is called Tungsi, T-O-N-G-S-I. And it comes from Banked Burgers' album with Don Cherry, Bitter Funeral Beer. And the music is by Banked Burger, and it's actually based on funeral music from the Low Birifor, Sisala and You Peoples of Ghana. And uh, it's a whole album of that music on ECM Records uh, from 1982. Great, great, great stuff. Just deep, man, deep. Uh, before that, we heard Race Face, which is an Ornette Coleman composition, from Don Cherry's uh, ECM album, Dona Nostra. This is from 1994, and it features, of course, Don Cherry on the trumpet, uh, Lennart Aberg on saxophones and flute, the great Bobo Stinson on the piano, Anders Jorman on the bass, Anders J Gelberg on the drums, and Okai Temiz on the percussion. A lot of great ECM stuff. Um, in fact, this whole set is ECM music. Ooh, that's cool. What do you know? Quinky dink. Um, before that, we heard sh uh, a three-part medley called Short Stuff for part one. Part two was... El Corazon, and part three was Rhythm for Runner. And this is a duo collaboration uh, from the album El Corazon from 1982 as well on ECM Records between Don Cherry and Ed Blackwell. Yeah, two former colleagues there getting back together for just a duo album. Fantastic stuff. And then we opened up the set with Hey Dabadoom. Hey Dabadoom. And that is from the Kodona 3 album. Kodona had three albums. They were a group uh, that consisted of Don Cherry on trumpet, organ, Dusanguni and voice, as well as Nana Vasconcelos on the Berimbau, percussion, various percussion, and voice, and the great Colin Walcott on sitar, hammered dulcimer, sanza, tabla, and vocals as well. And uh, Codona had three albums, Codona. Codona 2 and Codona 3. You can actually buy all three of them together as part of the Codona trilogy from ECM Records. Uh, but we heard Hey Dabadum, which is a piece off of Codona 3 from 1983 on ECM Records. And if you've noticed the sense of world music vibe coming through that's no mistake that was part of Don Cherry's mission if you will because in the 1970s he ventured into developing this genre known as world fusion music Don Cherry incorporated influences of Middle Eastern traditional African and Indian music into his playing 
He studied Indian music with Vasant Rai in the early 70s. And then from 1978 to 1982, he recorded three albums for ECM with quote-unquote world jazz group, Kadona. So the whole Kadona group between Don Cherry, Nana Vasconcelos, and Colin Walcott was to promote what he considered world fusion music jazz. Um, He also collaborated with the classical composer who we just recently lost, Christoph Pinderecki, in 1971 on an album called Actions. In 1973, he co-composed the score for Alejandro Jodorowsky's film The Holy Mountain. And if you don't know about Jodorowsky, um, that's an intense sort of thing. The psychomagic... Yeah, he's like a psychomagic healer. Interesting, interesting stuff. And uh, John Zorn actually has an album dedicated to this guy called Psychomagia. So, interesting note there. But um, that's because Don Cherry, going back to Don Cherry, wanted to really push the whole fusing of jazz and improvisation and its elements with... Uh, the sounds, the instruments, and the rhythms of world music, traditional world music from all these countries, and the results are beautiful and groovy all in the same time. So hopefully you're digging some of these things. Um, Yeah, so we've got some interesting things coming up. Uh, We've got a long one next, but it comes from one of Don Cherry's solo albums, and it's from Blue Note Records, and it's entitled Symphony for Improvisers. This is movement one of the Symphony for Improvisers. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Whew. All right. So that was movement one of Symphony for Improvisers from 1966 on Blue Note Records. It fe- Well, I'll just break it down for you. It was a four-part, four-section uh, movement in that movement one. And the first section was entitled Symphony for Improvisers. And then it seamlessly moved to the second part, which was New in You, New Creative Love, which moved into the third part, What's Not Serious. And then it moved into its final phase of that movement called Infant Happiness, in which we got to hear the piccolo of Pharaoh Sanders. Pharaoh Sanders on tenor sax and piccolo, as well as Gatto Barbieri on the tenor saxophone. We also got to hear Carl Berger on vibes and piano, the great Henry Grimes on bass, as well as Jenny Clark on the bass, Ed Blackwell, once again, sitting in that drum chair, and of course, the cornet of Don Cherry, who also wrote these pieces. So, yeah, and I mean, man, just talk about a serious work. You know, this guy not only, uh, which we heard before, was into some world music and things like that, uh, but he's into free music, and he's also into standards. I mean, because he's been known to record monk tunes and everything else, So, um, and Doxy, things like that with Sonny Rollins. Plus, um, now we have these... F- free pieces that are written in long-form compositions. So Don Cherry, the serious composer, as well. And um, speaking of that, I wanted to play um, our next piece, which is another Blue Note selection called Complete Communion. And it breaks down into four parts as well. Recorded on Christmas Eve of 1965, uh, this just features a quartet of Don Cherry on the cornet, Gatto Barbieri on the tenor sax, Henry Grimes on the bass, and Ed Blackwell on the drums. So the same four that we heard from the others, except that was a bigger, and now we're going a little smaller. Okay, we're leaving out Jenny Clark, Carl Berger, and Pharaoh Sanders. So without further ado, here is Don Cherry's Complete Communion. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Complete communion. Man, great stuff. Don Cherry on cornet. Gatto Barbieri on the tennis sax. Henry Grimes laying down the bass along with Ed Blackwell on the drums. It's a four-part movement, what we just heard. And the first part, part A, is complete communion. Part B is called And Now. Part C was called Golden Heart. And part D, the final part was called Remembrance. And that, once again, that is Complete Communion from the Blue Note Records label. Recorded Christmas Eve, December 24th, 1965. Great, great, serious, long work. And that's what we're doing here. We are spotlighting the artistry of Don Cherry here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast to not only give you one aspect, but many different views of this very hip legend. Not a lot of people know a lot about Don Cherry, and I really feel that he is an unsung, underrated hero that is a jazz legend. So, um, if you like some of the things you hear, don't forget to check out our website that's got all the information of tracks and albums so that you know exactly what to uh, purchase and get so you're not getting the wrong thing. That uh, that website, again, for the Dr. Jazz Podcast is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast, dot WordPress dot com. You can also find us on Twitter at NDH Jazz. And don't forget, you can find and subscribe to the Dr. Jazz Podcast and share the info with all your friends on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. So would love to hear from you. Love to get a good review. Uh, let uh, get a like from you on SoundCloud, if you will. So uh, I've got a few more sets coming at you on this very overarching tribute to the jazz legend trumpeter Don Cherry. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Dodge Jazz Podcast.
brown rice off of Don Cherry's 1976 A&M record, Brown Rice. Of course, Don Cherry was on the trumpet, electric piano, and vocals. Charlie Hayden, once again, on the bass. Billy Higgins in the drum chair. The great Frank Lowe on the tenor saxophone. Ricky Cherry on electric piano. Bunchy Fox on electric bongos. And Averna Gillis on vocals on that particular track. Before that, we heard The Thing. Not to be confused with That Thing and, you know, Lauren Hill. Uh, this is The Thing, and it is from Don Cherry's Blue Note album, Where Is Brooklyn?, which features a lot of the same cast of the same characters from his other Blue Note outings that we heard before that. Don Cherry on cornet, the great Ed Blackwell on drums, Henry Grimes on the bass, and Pharaoh Sanders on the tenor sax and piccolo. We heard the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got two more sets coming at you. Um, This next piece is uh, definitively part of what you would call that world music fusion that we talked about earlier. Um, But instead of coming from uh, an, an African or from like a Ghanese uh, tradition, what we're going to come from here is actually from an Indian uh, perspective. And this is from Don Cherry's album Orient. This is a tune called Sita Rama. And not only does it feature um, Don Cherry on, you know, some of the traditional world instruments that you will hear, but on vocals. So that's a treat for you. So here is Sitarama. Don't go anywhere. Ram, 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 ram,
Rama from Don Cherry's live album from 1971, Orient, which features him and Han Benink. And just, wow. So mesmerizing. So mesmerizing. So, um, yeah. Very, very cool stuff. Hopefully you are digging this spotlight on the great Don Cherry. Remember, you can follow us at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Don't forget to leave a comment. You can check out all of our info on our website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast, dot WordPress, 
gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at NDHJazz. Love to hear from any of you. Um, yeah, we got one more set, and then we're cutting out. So hopefully you've dug what you've heard on this special spotlight of jazz legend Don Cherry. Thank you. You are listening to the Dutch Jazz Podcast. Bye.
Mm-hmm. 
Right, man. So we started off that set with Mahakali from Don Cherry's 1977 album Here and Now, which features Tony Williams, Colin Walcott, Lenny White, and the great Michael Brecker on tenor saxophone. After that, we got to hear Rap and Recipe, which, hey, you know, it's not a bad thing in these times that we're in. So if you want some... Uh, sweet potato salad you've got Don Cherry's recipe right there not to mention him uh, talking about some of his uh, favorite musicians you know on that thing Sarah Vaughn Ray Charles Thelonious Monk Cecil Taylor Ornette Coleman hip stuff Louis Jordan anyway this comes off of Don Cherry's album Homeboy Sister Out <laughs> and it's it's a rare find but Man, it's it's really good from 1985. And then we ended the set with Art Deco, one of my absolute favorite Don Cherry compositions from the album. Art Deco, which features James Clay on saxophone and then a trio that we are very familiar with, Don Cherry on the cornet, Charlie Hayden on the bass, and Ed Blackwell on drums it's basically the ornette coleman quartet minus ornette so thank you for listening to this spotlight on jazz legend don cherry if you want to know why we're doing this think michael brecker think albert eiler john coltrane ornette coleman dewey redmond steve lacy Sonny Rollins, Pharaoh Sanders, Gato Barbieri, Charlie Hayden, Ed Blackwell, Billy Higgins, Johnny Diani, Carla Blay, John McLaughlin, I mean, Henry Grimes, Bobo Stinson, Bengt Berger. I mean, oh, it's just, it's endless. This guy's played with everybody. Han Benink. And Tony Williams. Lenny White. 
and yet there are plenty of quote-unquote jazz households that don't know the name Don Cherry and all of his contributions to the world of jazz. So hopefully the next time you think that Miles is the end-all be-all, which Miles is great. God knows I love Miles Davis. But they say, oh, he played with everybody. Well, so did Don Cherry. So hopefully you remember that. Thank you for listening. We do love you madly. Please check us out. Spread the love. And we'll hopefully have a new episode for you very soon. We're trying to keep you entertained as I come up with ideas for shows. Okay? Until next time. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. Y'all be good now. Because in jazz, we trust.